Hey friends, thank you for joining me in an all new episode of Heartfelt Consciousness and I'm your guide today, Laura Bender. All right, so this is a good friend of mine, Linda Clemens. Um, so can we kind of discuss uh, her journey with mediumship, with hypnosis, with Reiki and even meditation and how she applies mindfulness to each of those uh, modalities? All right, so I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll check in with you on the other side. So I want to welcome my guest today. Actually, it's a good friend of mine. Um, we were talking about a month ago and when we were kind of in transit to, to drive to like a, a holistic uh, show that was in Columbus, Ohio. And I'm like, you know, something came to me and I'm like, you should be totally be on the podcast and we'll talk about like mindfulness and your mediumship and everything. So my friend today that I have as my guest is Linda Clemens. So welcome, hey, everybody. Linda. Hey, thank you for having me, Laura. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it was about time that we, we finally got to this. And um, yeah, it'll be really amazing, I know. So kind of leading into the questions that I kind of have, and you know, I want to make this sound, I know it'll kind of be an interesting conversation. So, you know, you're involved with so many different modalities. Um, you know, you've uh, I think when I first met you, you know, I just, I had just learned that you were a medium. Um, you also are a Reiki teacher and, you know, practitioner, uh, hypnosis is like your main, uh, thing as well. So would you mind actually telling the listeners a little bit about yourself from that point and how this journey for you actually brought you to this point here? Well, um, I've been practicing spiritual pursuits really since the late 90s, so I'm kind of dating myself a little bit. <laughs> and actually, how I really got started was I went through a really bad breakup, and I was just really brokenhearted. And I had a roommate, and she's like, well, we should consult the cards. And like, she gave me my first tarot reading, and I didn't know anything about tarot, and um I was, you know, I was raised in a Christian home and had those teachings, but, um, this reading that she did for me, it was like all the black cards in the deck came out and it scared the hell out of me. And <laughs> I was like scared and, and like, I got the death card and oh know, my, the ten of swords because I was, this was such an important relationship for me. And it like, it just put me on a whole different path when we, when we split and I like yeah. went in a totally different direction. So that was kind of like my first, um, real thing that I did. I learned how to read tarot cards and I started taking meditation classes and also was a really big student of Doreen Virtue, mm -hmm. um, you know, with her cards and, you know, I was just taking classes and I just started doing readings for my friends and family. And, um, so that was kind of how I got started initially. And, uh, over the years, you know, I've, I went on to do some Reiki. I've done a lot of energy healing stuff. And probably the most recent thing that I've, I've done, I went to hypnosis school in um, 2012, and I've been practicing that also. Awesome. Yeah, I feel like a lot of those in some way all kind of intertwine together. 
um, you know, you're providing different energies and such. So being a medium, being a hypnotherapist, um, being a Reiki master, all those things combined, you know, having this huge high vibrational energy. Um, so what do you do specifically to keeping, just kind of keeping yourself grounded, protect yourself from maybe something that's lower, a lower frequency? Um, how are you, how are you mindful of that? Well, I um, have a meditation practice and I try to meditate every day, even if it's um, something small as just listening to a beautiful piece of music, or I really like those high vibrational tunes that they have on YouTube. I sometimes I just cheat and like do that while Mm -hmm. I'm sipping my tea. And I usually pull a card in the morning and I, you know, I really try to visualize um, really high high vibrational light around me. And I try to protect my energy. That's something I started doing a few years ago, like really like putting like a layer of protection around me, like how I visualize it. And it's helped me so much not to absorb other people's stuff and also kind of keep my energy to myself because I think as sensitives and empaths, you know, we absorb other people's things. So I do have a daily practice. And then I usually will go about once a quarter and get some energy work done, like to keep my maintenance, you know, to have my maintenance. And, you know, other than the usual things, like I try to eat well and exercise, Mm -hmm. because those things help. I mean, they sound so cliche, but they really do help. So I try to do that. So I know that we had this discussion probably probably when we were driving in that car, <laughs> I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we were kind of talking about um, just practicing mindfulness and mindfulness meditation and those kinds of things. So how would you actually apply some of those tenets maybe to even those other modalities, like applying it to Reiki or applying it to something that maybe you're seeing a hypnotherapy client or something like that? or even applying it to someone that you're reading or doing a reading for. So having that, those ideas of observing and without judgment, um, when these things come through to you, how do you, how do you use that when you're, when you're teaching those things or working with somebody else? Well, I understand mindfulness as being really aware of your thoughts and your thought patterns and, I learned a lot about this in my hypnosis school Mm. and it's something I teach my clients, um, you know, to observe their thoughts and not focus on every single thought, you know, just because you have a thought, like if you have a thought that says, you know, I'm not good enough or I'm ugly or whatever, you know, you don't have to think that that's the truth and embrace that. Like you can let that go. And once, once I started incorporating that in my life, it was such a game changer that I just feel really passionate about it. So I try to teach my clients. So even though I'm doing hypnosis for, to help them with their change work, I still try to incorporate, you know, teaching people about mindfulness and think, you know, thinking about their thoughts and how, you know, it's, it's a practice. You know, you, you don't just wake up one day and say, oh, I'm never going to think a bad thought. 
Right. You know, there's been some studies. <laughs> I know. I mean, well, there's been some, there's some actual like scientific studies out there that talk about how our nervous system like will give us some bad thoughts, or maybe we're just having a overly emotional day, or we have those patterns of thought um, through childhood. And if we're not paying attention to those, then we can't break those because those, those are the things that drive us. You know, if we have these limiting beliefs or beliefs about things that aren't really necessarily rooted in love or rooted in the truth, Mm -hmm. then that's going to cause problems in our life. And I just know for myself and, and even my clients, it's like, once you start becoming aware of that, it just makes you feel so much happier. And I, I just think it's really important. I'm still learning, you know, I just did a, I just did a, another mindfulness thing. I read a book about mindfulness over the weekend. We was talking about the breath, like incorporating breath work and also with those thoughts. So I, I just think it's cool because you never stop learning, or at least I don't. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm continuously taking all these courses <laughs> that'll go on mm-hmm. forever and we'll always want to learn more things and do more things. Um, well, just like more tools, you know, it's yeah. like I, when I do hypnosis, I incorp- there's times when I incorporate Reiki There's times when we talk about mindfulness, there's times when I'm getting intuitive hits Mm -hmm. and it, or when I'm doing readings, like if I'm doing a reading for someone, like I will incorporate some of the other tools into my reading. So it just all, it all kind of just goes hand in hand to me. Yeah, you're right. It does. So I know, yeah, I was just going to say, I, you know, I think really over this past year, it's, it's been so important that we've kind of brought ourselves to this point where we can have that practice of mindfulness and being able to bring ourselves to the present and not necessarily worry about what is going to happen in the future, because, you know, there's so much uncertainty still, you know, after a year and a half later, or maybe almost two years now. It's coming up on two years since like this coronavirus yes, came crazy. Here. Yes. And you know, it's you know, having that having those tools available to all of us um has really been a just a lifesaver. Um, so this does mean kind of lead me to the last question that I have. And we talked about this, and you're like, man, this is gonna be the question that's gonna be difficult to answer, but maybe it's not. I don't know. Um, so what do you feel is the most valuable lesson that you learned during 2020? Um, well, I had to think about this a lot because I had a lot of changes happen. Like most people mm-hmm. had a lot of changes. I became an empty nester and that was a big change for me. But I think that I had to really work on my self-love and like take time for myself you know, when we are healers and helpers, it's so easy to always pick up the phone and listen to your girlfriend or your mom or, you know, or, you know, the charity down the street needs your help or somebody needs you and wants your attention and energy. And I just really had to start being more mindful of taking care of myself And, you know, I used to think that self-love was getting your toes done or reading a magazine or making time for 
you know, to get your hair done or whatever, but it's right. really, it's so much more broader than that. And like, I had to learn that I needed a little better boundaries, you know, like yeah. <laughs> sometimes I have that, sometimes I have that really deep well, and I just want to help everybody and make time for everybody. And, and I just needed to like really make time for myself. And I started putting puzzles together, which is part of my meditation practice. Yeah. And, you know, there are times when I just, you know, I just have to call somebody back, you know, and like really focus on my priorities and, and not feel like I'm being selfish or whatever. So I would say that's one thing that I really have tried to focus on. And I think I'm getting pretty good at it. So I'm pretty nice. excited. Yeah, that is something to be happy about and to really kind of uh, work towards, especially because a lot of that thing, a lot of that stems from something that was a root cause that happened maybe when we were kids, you know, having to, to really learn how to practice, you know, be that observer and also just allow yourself to just, again, be and to really um, take that to heart and offer love, uh, love wherever you need that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's, thing that's too. I like, it helps. It helps. Like when you're, when you're feeling a hundred percent, you're so much more effective with your clients. You're so much more effective in your life. And rather than running around on half empty and you know, it's sometimes it's just as simple as saying, you know what, my priority today is I want to get a workout in. And so I'm not going to pick up the phone and I'm not going to do, I'm running around errands for everybody else until I get my workout in because <laughs> right. that's my half an hour for myself to be good to myself and take good care of myself. Yeah. It's just when like you have a family and you know, it's like when you have a, when you're a healer, you always have people you you go to the grocery store and somebody comes up to you and wants to talk to you and wants your energy because they sense it. Yeah. And I well, think you're, it's, it's just like, so important. Yeah. It's just like you're a super attractor and you, uh, you're, you're sending off that high vibration and you're just going to get it all. It's all going to come back. You're just attracting all the good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Linda, thank you again for your time and energy today and um, just talking to thank us. Thank you for having me. Yes, this is absolutely. Really great. Absolutely. All right. Well, have a good rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Hi, friends. Hope you enjoyed the conversation with Linda. And as always, don't forget to share, review, and subscribe if you want my friends. Mm -hmm.